explain life to us in detail. And this is the Story Psyching Podcast, where we do something different with psychological topics weekly. Yes, we tell stories using research and experiments to help you better solve through the world around you and find out if your neighbor is weird or not. Contact us at filmsadavsia.com to share your psychological stories, support this podcast, and book an interview session so you can join us on one of our next episodes. Welcome to another episode of the Story Psyching Podcast. The effect we have on each other. There have been many controversial experiments in psychology, but let's talk about this famous one. Hey there, it's great to have you in another session of the Story Psyching Podcast by Davzia Films. Join me on this episode to listen to more interesting stories of psychology experiments and how they relate to you. Motivational people tell us to have a positive outlook and smile every day. It affects those around us and creates a better experiment. We see this when Roy T. Bennett says you should smile more as it makes you and others happy. Long story short, we tend to rub off on each other and everyone around us. In short, we have a way of interpreting emotion from another person and feeling it. Before we continue, let me tell you about Skillzonia. This episode is sponsored by Skillzonia. Skillzonia is an online learning and teaching marketplace in Nigeria with tons of courses and thousands of students. You can take a course now or teach a skill at skillzonia.com. Skill Z-O-N-I-A.com. Let's get to the story and the real reason we are here. The Shatter-Singer experiment, also known as the two-factor theory of emotion, tried to explain how people experience and interpret emotions and how these interpretations influence their behavior. The researchers proposed that emotions are composed of two factors, the physiological arousal and cognitive interpretation. Physiological arousal can be um, either physical responses to certain situations like increased heart rate and or sweaty palms shaky body so um, they look for it they suggested that when people experience physiological arousal they look for environmental cues to determine what emotions they should be feeling this cognitive interpretation of physiological arousal leads to the experience of emotions it was a classic study by psychologist Stanley Shatter and Jerome Singer in 1962. The experiment involved 184 male college students who were told they were participating in a study on the effect of a vitamin supplement on vision. However, the real purpose of the study was to examine the relationship between emotions and physiological arousal. The participants were randomly divided into three groups. The first group, the euphoria group, was injected with a vitamin supplement that was said to increase euphoria. The second group, the adrenaline group, was injected with epinephrine, a stimulant that causes physiological arousal. The third group, the placebo group, 
was given an injection of saline solution that had no physiological effect. So I don't know if you know what they call placebo. But placebo is uh, in psychology it's when you replace um, the an experimental factor with something that doesn't really give any effect, but it's it's there for a particular purpose, a control purpose to help you know if uh, it really works or not, and also. It helps know if, like in this experiment, night, it will help them know if people were actually reacting to um, the injections or it's just the, the normal reaction, you know. And after receiving their injections, the participants were taken to a waiting room where they were exposed to a confederate who acted either euphoric or angry. The confederate behavior was staged to elicit an emotional response in the participant. In the end, it was found that the participants in the euphoria and adrenaline groups reported significantly higher levels of physiological arousal than those in the placebo group. Okay, that means the experiment worked. However, only those in the adrenaline group exposed to the angry confederate reported feeling angry. This made Shutter and Singer conclude that emotions are, are composed of two factors physiological arousal and cognitive interpretation. Physiological arousal is a non-specific response that can, be interpreted, uh, that can be interpreted in various ways depending on the situation. In other words, when people experience a physiological arousal, then they look for a cue or something that helps them determine how they should feel at that particular moment. Even though um, this is a classic study and it had its impact in psychology but like all experiments it added limitations and that is why i mentioned at the beginning that it was a very controversial experiment though it helped people get the point but it was very controversial even though it's popular and why was it considered controversial that was because um, they mostly use just male students so you can't just generalize and say everybody has that issue because you just used males you didn't um, use women or older adults or children or you know you understand the children are not usually used in this kind of um, research additionally the study was criticized for use of deception like I mentioned, they were not informed that there will be um, some factors in the experiment. They were not even told the true purpose of the study. They were just like they are going to try out vitamin supplements. However, it was what it is worth noting that deception was necessary to prevent demand characteristics from influencing the results. If they had known some factors of the experiment or what was expected, many of them would have um, would have changed their behavior. And I explained this in one of my podcasts, and I hope you listen to it later on, where I talked about the research error and the reward. Before you go on to analyze the reasons you feel the way you do, let's look more into this experiment and interpret it. First, you need to note that not all your emotions are biological or from within. And um, 
several cognitive factors or the way you perceive certain events can impact your emotions. That's why we're often advised to be mindful and self-aware when we are dealing with both our emotions and other people's emotions. You never know what one person is going through. You don't know what's happening at that moment. So you want to be very careful with how you deal with people. Others around us can also influence our emotions. And this is the basis of which our topic is flowing from. And that is why we talk about how we affect each other. Your emotions can affect that of another person. As much as you're raining in, when you smile, it affects somebody. When you're angry, it affects somebody. And it affects the way they will react emotionally. When you smile, people are happy, they are at ease. When you are angry, people are on edge. This is why we are often told that social support is beneficial to humans. And we should try to go into positive relationships more to ensure a good emotional well-being. Also, when something nearby arouses your emotion, your body instinctively looks around you in a bit to understand and manage this emotional introduction. Your body and emotions react to whatever stimulus is in the environment after you have understood it. When you were a kid and your mother suddenly calls out to you, you listen well to understand her tone and why she is calling to understand if you are in trouble or not. Your understanding can then produce a physical reaction in you which can indicate fear. You just had this huge fight. Let me give another example. You just have this huge fight with your partner and there you are wondering, like, what if she calls, what if he calls, what are they going to say? And you are anxious but and you're feeling sweaty, you're scared but the other party suddenly calls and they seem calm. And they let you know there is no problem and you can continue where you left off. The emotional response to this stimuli they are given will be in accordance to this response they just gave you, meaning they just affected your emotions. Let's also look at if you are fretting on your way to the hospital and the first nurse you meet in the hospital smiles at you and takes down all your requests calmly, helping you go through your hospital experience smoothly. She has influenced your emotions. Now you are calm. You are going everything peacefully, going through everything peacefully. There is no fear. There is no agitation. There is no anger at how maybe you've been standing for a while and nobody is attending to you. Your initial feeling will be influenced by this treatment from the hospital staff. So my conclusion, you want to know? Simple. We influence each other. We rub off on each other. You can affect how something feels just by your actions. Hence, you need to review how you have been treating people or how you have been making them feel. Yes, you don't know if you are as powerful as that to influence someone to that point, but yes, you are. Your every action influences how um, people's emotions. You don't know what people are going through. Maybe just a smile for the day can make somebody's whole day can make the person happy can make the person relieved you never know most times when i go to the bank i wish the bank staff to smile more because <laughs> it makes me happy it makes me want to relate to them and yeah there are so many so many things so 
are you a positive ask yourself you can ask yourself are you a positive or negative influence for other people's mindset how have you been helping people around you what have you been doing have you been um, helping them feel more at ease or have you been been the source of their agitation let's think on it today you rub off on people way more than you think this brings me to the end of this podcast if you like the content of this podcast please kindly subscribe so you don't miss the next session also if you'd like to join us in any episode to speak about your psychological research as an expert we are open to discussing and following through on your work thanks a lot for listening see you in the next episode Thank you for listening to today's episode on the Story Cycling Podcast by Davzia Fins. Contact us with your stories via any social media page to search for Davzia Fins and DM us or contact plus 234-122-95710. You can also reach us at fins at davzia.com or fins.davzia.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss our new weekly episodes. Thank you.